Okay, so, hi guys. It's uh, Kat here with a beautimous commentary for Seminar, Episode 9. Um, I don't normally do commentaries, but uh, this is, seems like a good idea, so I'm going to go ahead and go for it. So, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this thing started, and we'll see how it goes from there. Okay? small group of students, as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty, meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussions. <laughs> Take your seat as class is about to begin. I, I absolutely... Personification. Oh, this one's personification, right. I, I absolutely love the intro that I do with Jeffrey talking about the definition of seminar, but I'm going to have to find a new one for next season. <sighs> there is the instructor. I love the concept of her because it's what it's what frame gives her framework for the show. Because the show is all about the short stories, but I like having that one little character who kind of ties stuff in. So you guys see how we paired up the scripts. Although I really don't do any of the pairing. Um, Jeffrey takes all the scripts and just pretty much hands them to me. So that's nice because I just get to make them sound cool. Um... I do write the uh, the instructor stuff though, so that's that's fun because I can see that. But um, they're really short right now. I didn't realize how short they are. But um, oh, this is the first piece, uh, ruminations, <laughs> which, which when I first read the script for this, I gotta say, Perry, I I thought you were on something. I really did because I couldn't figure out where you were going with it. Um. But ruminations, I love it because it's literally it's it's cow stand up. I didn't know how to quite do it at first, and then I I started listening, and I when I cast Arab Pelodi and Amanda Fitzwater, both of them did them so just she Amanda did cha cha so acidic, and Arab plays um plays plays Agnes just so flighty that I knew I had my two. And both of them, when presented with the fact that it was a cow, didn't really seem to have a problem with it because they did both. They just did absolutely fine. Um, let me see, where are we right now? <laughs> you can hear them chewing <laughs> throughout the entire piece, which is probably some of the most fun stuff I ever got to to uh, listen to recording-wise because it's not often that I get to go. Hey guys, here's your lines, and by the way, I need you chewing crap and uh, vomiting for me. I think that'd be fantastic. Thank you. Run with it. Go with it. So uh, that was fun. But um, I just love the way Era plays Agnes through this whole thing, because right now she's doing her whole, uh, like, I don't know. And uh, she just, she plays her so, you can't even say Valley Girl, because she's not really playing a Valley Girl. She's just playing, like... Like like Barbie, like like Barbie with with less of a brain than normal, like like if you melted half of Barbie's head and 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 just kept what was left, that's a really gruesome image. I'm sorry, you guys don't need that. Um, <laughs> anyway, as you can tell, things get dangerous when you let me babble for a solid half hour, and this episode's about a half hour long, so you have plenty of babbling to listen to. Um. I guess, I guess, you know, since I am supposed to be talking on seminar, ooh, look, see, tangent, and we're back on track. Um, I guess I'm, since we're talking about a seminar, I'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the casting for all of this. Um, 
I mean, not just not just with this particular episode, but um, I I kind of have this little thing in the back of my head that makes me very proud, and it's that um, for me, <clears throat> when it comes to casting people, seminar is a springboard for actors. I like the fact that a lot of the new talent we get that comes independent gets that chance to audition every month for my show, and it's really nice to know that, like for example. <laughs> I found Amanda Fitzwater. I'm claiming her. I don't care what any of you other directors say. She was a meister first. Mine, 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 mine. Meister first. Same thing with um. Uh, no, I can't. Oh, I don't know about David at all. I don't remember if he had a role first. Uh, Jason Hackett though. I claim him. I totally claim him. There are like five or six million different people that I could totally claim by saying that they had their first role on seminar. No, there's more than that. There's like ten people. Um, but I like that because you guys each... <laughs> Sorry, I just heard Amanda screaming why all of a sudden, and I f forgot how much I love this scene. But, um, like, for example, Amanda has continually auditioned for stuff, and a lot of the, the actors continually audition for seminar, and I like that because... Uh, with so many new scripts, it is nice to hear actors that I feel comfortable casting again and again because I know they're going to do it, and I know, I know that they can. But by the same token, I absolutely love getting new talent. In fact, uh, later on in the next piece, one of the the actors, well, yeah, one of the actresses is was brand new pretty much. I hadn't heard anything else audition-wise that she'd ever done. And then uh, one of the people that was in the episode, um, one of the actors in, in the second piece, he had never auditioned for me before. But, you know, no, wait, no, maybe he has. No, he did. He auditioned for me once before. But it's the first time I ever cast him. Oh, and, and here's Cha-Cha and Agnes. I love, I love the script for the whole section where they're talking about this, this farmhand guy. It reminds me of a, a friend of mine who talks about how she has a character in one of her short stories who likes her male nurse because he gives her extra pudding. It's just that kind of idea where she, the, uh, Agnes is in love with this with this uh, <laughs> this farmhand, and she calls the skin his hide. And it's just like, I, I really like the way Perry wrote this because it's just so dry. And I, I would love to say it's farce. But I, I can't even say it's farce, because who knows? Maybe cows do talk, and we just don't know. Especially with CGI in the world, it makes it possible for cows to talk. So, but um, I do love the um, this this particular thing. One thing that I'm very happy to report has been fixed in this particular short story was when I started working on the sound effects for Ruminations, which is this piece about the cows, I definitely... Um, had the mooing in the background, which you, you do get to hear in this, but I had it in such a way that it was so low that you weren't hearing the birds anymore. All you would hear is occasionally you'd hear, like, random moos. <laughs> Just like, moo there, and moo there, and oh, look, crescendo of moos. And now it's it's much more, you know, it sounds a bit more uh, pastoral, and uh, it sounds much more like a natural environment. Yeah, and there goes Agnes talking about the worker again. But um, this 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 is one of those short stories that makes me enjoy working with actors because it's wordplay. Uh, 
there's a lot of, you know, longer speeches by characters, and there's a lot of stuff where you're just like, you listen to it and you go, what? <laughs> huh? And I think, I think that's why I like Seminar, because I, I do get a lot of, you know, this particular episode is, is two short stories that are completely self-contained. And uh, I absolutely love doing the miniseries work that I do with Seminar, too. Like, I like the fact that I've started, you know, getting people, people have started submitting scripts that are miniseries. And I like that, because um, it gets me a chance to use the same actors every month, which I kind of, I'm, I'm jealous of all the DC you people for same thing with King Ray. I'm jealous of all you people because you you have a steady cast, you jerks. But um, it's nice to know that I have like these mini series, which give give seminar kind of a a continuity of its own. But I love when I get short stories like this, where you just listen to it and by the end of it you're rolling and you can't figure out why it's funny. You just know that it is, and I think that's the thing I like about ruminations is. Uh, the first time I read it, I couldn't figure out why I thought it was so funny. Then I mixed the lines. Still couldn't figure out why I thought it was funny. And then I put the sound effects in there. And to this day, I, I, I laughed my butt off when I listened to it alone. And I can't figure out why. It's just funny. And I'm almost wondering if it's because I have friends who are like, cha-cha. Who kind of remind me that I can be a little, um, flighty. <coughs> Jeffrey, <coughs> sorry. I got a little something stuck in my throat there. Um, stay with me now. Yeah, stay with me now. Yeah. I, there's just the, you know, Amanda. I do have to say, I absolutely love when you do when you do lines for seminar for me. No matter what it is, she auditions for. If I give her that role, she will just like run with it. Same thing with Era. I, both both of them will just take a role that I give them. And just kind of like take it and run, and I have to find wherever they left off. You know, it's like I, I watch them take off. There's a cloud of smoke, and I have to wait and see if I could follow the footprints to meet up with them a month later. Um, you know, a lot of the actors that I get for seminar, you guys are just you're absolutely fantastic because seminar doesn't you don't have the liberty of having background information for all these characters. And you guys are able to give them meaning, and I really like that about all of you. Um, but yeah. Uh, we're wrapping up to the end of uh, Ruminations here. Just kind of, you know. Yeah, wrapping up to the end of Ruminations, getting ready to move on to the next piece. Um, more of the instructor. Uh, in fact, in, I'll just go ahead and get started on the instructor now because I don't have much time to talk about her because her scenes are so short, and that's just because. I write the instructor to speak in long sentences and, and big words, but then I always forget that my actors have to be able to breathe. <laughs> so I had to fix that. Um, but uh, one of the things I do like about seminar is, even though the instructor is technically scene dressing, you know, set dressing is just kind of a framework for the, the stories, there is a little subplot to it that you guys should... You might want to pay attention to it. It's just... um. It, it's not terribly huge, but I, I, I'm a big subtext person, and I think it's because I'm a theater major, but I just don't like the idea of just one storyline going on at one time. I, I like the idea of having subtext. So, um, just, it's not terribly huge this season, but next season I do plan on dropping more hints as to, you know, 
what exactly the the, the uh, instructor's teaching this new instructor as well. Um, which yeah, actually yeah, the uh, the casting results will be coming out for that tomorrow. Um, because this is on a Saturday. Um, so be aware that 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 audition means a lot. We have a brand new instructor. Um, in fact, it maybe I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll have to see. I have to do the. Oh, hang on. Okay, okay, okay. So, so this I love this piece. Uh, okay, uh, I love. Okay, yeah. Just I love this piece. This is don't come back until I have a penis. Now, the first time I read the title. It was like six months ago, and I hadn't even had a clue what I was going to do with it. And I just read the title when Jeffrey sent the email to me, and all I could think was, what in the hell am I going to have to do with this thing? And um, I, I will say this, it was the most fun in the world casting this with no one knowing what the title was, because I had everybody sending me auditions going, you know, DC, yeah, what was it, DCBUI, H-A-P or something, like, don't come back until I have a penis. So it was really funny because I was getting, like, codename auditions. They were really ninja casting calls. It was fantastic. And I just, I love the way I did this because I, I enjoy the entire... It's very, um... Well, now, now that I'm talking theater, I may as well just come out and say it. It's very, uh... It's very absurdist, but at the same time, very uh, expressionistic. Very dream state. And I like that about it because it's just... The idea that you could be sitting down, typing and working on a little, you know, working on a novel, and one of your characters just sits his ass down next to you and starts talking is just fantastic. And I can't say anything because I am a writer, so that crap does happen to me. And so it's just like, you, as a writer, I was just listening to it, and I was, I was reading this. <laughs> I love that, too. But, um, no, why are you typing out conversation? It's just... This whole this whole thing is just absolutely hilarious because as a writer, I have those days where I, I feel like the character is poking fun at me himself. Like, I feel like when I'm working on Avalon, I feel, I swear to God, I think Jaina sits her butt down next to me and starts bitching at me some days. But, um, this, just this whole thing, I think, really speaks true for a lot of the, uh, the writers and pendant. And, uh, that's actually, uh... Victoria Erica in her first role for me and she plays Jenna and Samantha and um, she's just absolutely amazing and uh, she and David McDonald who I have cast before and I love that man because he's my composer he's the one who actually came up with the theme for seminar the instructor's theme and uh, has pretty much come up with every last bit of music we have in seminar and he does a fantastic job but as an actor he's hilarious as Enrique because he just he goes like he just goes with it and he like like I love when he does that he's smashing now he's on gay part I mean like he just he he's an actor who plays with the lines and that's why I do like David and that's why I like a lot of the people I get for seminar because you guys like to play you're not the um you're not the stodgy type that I deal with in the theater department here at the school. You are you are f you know fun and and you like to do the lines and you play with them. And uh in fact, one of my 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 I I have to say my absolute favorite character for all of 
Issue 9 is coming up soon, and that would be Eric, who is uh, played by James Rossi, and it's the funniest character, to the point where I have used the pick up the phone line that you're going to hear soon, uh, I've used that on a friend of mine, on her voicemail recently, because it's that funny, but um, you, uh, there are some absolutely fantastic parts, and the only problem with doing a commentary right now for seminar is that this particular piece is so funny, but I'm, I'm telling you for a fact, listen to it more than once. In fact, listen to it three times. Not so much ruminations, because you can pretty much catch everything, because the pacing's slow enough that you still pick up just about every single punchline, and you have time to laugh before I, you know, punch up the next line. But... Don't Come Back Without a Penis is, in, when I read it, it was fast-paced in my head, and there was no way possible that I could not make it fast-paced again. And, unfortunately, it's so fast-paced that you are going to miss a ton of the punchlines if you're not careful. I had to listen to it, I had to listen to it, um, sorry, that was my chair. Um, I had to listen to it very loud and more than once. But it was it was probably the funniest day of my life when I just sat down and mixed all of Don't Come Back in one day. And it was just, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I had, my sides hurt at the end of the day. How am I supposed to have sex if I have no genitals, huh? Wow. Okay, sorry, I totally didn't mean to just, like, leave you with that bit. I absolutely love the uh, the sequences where she starts writing. And then there's a, for most of them, except I think this one right here, they didn't have it, but for every single one of the sequences where she gets all dreamy and husky and romance novel I love how there's that, um, there's that record scratch, which I had no idea Seth had stolen before I did this episode for something in Dixie. So there, now you have that little bit of, you know, look at the connection. <laughs> I don't know if that's kind of weak, but, um... But there's this record scratch where it's kind of like she sits there and she's all like, you know, and and this was sexy and that was sexy and and it was just, it's one of my favorite sound effects I've ever had to use in seminar. The first time I actually had to look for a record scratch and go, I need to make this corny. How am I gonna do that? That'll be fun. <laughs> I do love the, the, the script itself. The, the lines are fantastically written because they are just, they're that funny. And it's bad because it, I think it's one of the scripts that everybody can relate to at some point or another in their lives. Um, probably because it deals with sex. And, and, and that subject makes people giggly, almost no matter what you do. And I just like the fact that it takes a very absurdist kind of, you know, idea that this character is, you know, awake and that he's talking to his actress, to, to, uh, to his writer, actress, I don't know where that came from, and he's talking to her, to his author, and then suddenly, you know, it turns into this whole conversation about how she's not getting laid. And um, I just think it's it's really well done, but the uh, the comedic timing's hilarious. And all the dialogue is just so funny. Like, there's an entire rant about romance novels and, and their absurdity. <laughs> okay.
I actually would be willing to take that bet. I really would. I don't I don't have proof, but I'd be willing to take that bet that I could find a romance novel where the hero farts. But <coughs> sorry. Um but I think there's, you know, and the other thing about this particular uh piece is that it's the one of the first pieces I have done actually come to think of aside from conference call I think it's one of the one of the only pieces where there is virtually no background music there's plenty of background sound there are there are sound effects but I just about eliminated the music because I didn't think it was I didn't want to overdo it I didn't want to make it too busy and I think it really makes for this piece it makes it much easier to understand because there's so much wordplay involved and by the way, in case anybody can hear anything else, my roommates are really loud. <gasps> There's Eric. This just. When I got the uh, the auditions for Eric from a lot of people, uh, James actually was my second choice originally. I was gonna cast uh, Michael McCaskill, and then I took another listen at James's stuff. And uh, I listened to his pick up the phone renditions, and they were just I I just I could not stop laughing. I had listened to them before, and I guess I just hadn't spent enough time listening to them. And I, you know, it was really hard to make that decision. But I kind of realized I realized I kind of wanted the geeky guy, you know. And no offense, James, but your voice just kind of screams geek every so often. Not all the time, but in this particular role, he screams like you know, sexy geek kind of guy. Like like um like that guy who you know shouldn't be a geek, but he is. Like he's too hot. The only thing that makes him geek is the fact that he's got emo glasses, that kind of thing. So there you go. I love the pick up the phone stuff. I I just absolutely love it. <laughs> and then it just cuts off. <laughs> but um. I, I, and I love the the connection that's made in the uh, actual story that Enrique and Eric, you know, that there's a connection there and that Jen's been writing Enrique as, um, she's been writing Enrique and it's actually Eric that she's thinking of. And I just think it's fantastic that, that you know, I originally was going to actually cast the same actor for both Eric and Enrique and then I decided that, um, as much as I like David McDonald, I didn't want him to play both Enrique and Eric because he's just too fantastic as Enrique, and I didn't want to, you know, take away from the awesome and make him Eric as well. And so I, I you know, I looked at the other actors that had auditioned and found some really awesome stuff. But um, <coughs> I do love Victoria in this. She just plays a fantastic protagonist. Um, she plays Jen perfectly because she's just like so snap 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 shut up kind of character, and I love her because she's how I feel every day of the freaking week. Oh, hey, that's a cell phone that's in there. I definitely thought that was my cell phone for a second, but um. I absolutely love. Yeah, I love the um, the, the the voice machine messages that that James 
set. And the funny thing is, is that this is literally the best of the best that he sent me. Every single line he had as the uh, over the machine, I swear to God, I had about eight or nine takes of each, and it was just, I was on the floor laughing. I could not, you know, pick one. And it was really hard to finally pick them, and then I was able to start linking together the tone that I wanted for all of them, which was really tough. But I just, I like the the idea of, of you know, of Eric being all, hey, hey, how's it going? You're really nice, and I kind of want in your pants. But hey, I'm not going to say that out loud. I just really want to go to dinner with you. But hey, I kind of want in your pants. But hey, I'm not going to say that. And, um... And, I just, I just, and just the whole thing, he plays the character as adorable. Which works really well for the dynamic between, you know, Enrique, who's just, you know, really pushy. And Jen, who just doesn't know where the hell her own head is half the time. And, you know, Eric's just kind of like this, this normal-ish kind of, you know, guy. And it was just... Uh, the dynamic between all the characters. And when I cast it, I was amazed at how well all three of the actors work together. And I think that's one of the things that amazes me about seminars. I'm always constantly getting new people in pieces where they are not hearing characters that they know about. It is not like Superman where everybody knows what Clark Kent sounds like because Ryan Nelson plays him the same way every time. You don't, you don't wonder if Clark is suddenly going to sound like oh, Tom 2.0 the next day. <laughs> so, not that I don't love you, Tom, but we're not going to go there. But, um... <laughs> I just lost my train of thought because I thought about Tom Stitzer. That's, that's a horrible thing to do. Not for Tom, but for me, that's a horrible thing to do. Um, but anyway, one of the nice things about... Oh, I remember where it was now. One of the nice things about Seminar is that uh, I have new actors all the time in pieces that they don't have established characters for. And it's really amazing. They These actors continually amaze me with the way that they are able to take roles that they know nothing about except for the little blurb I give on the audition and and capture these characters and they all do a fantastic job and um why the hell am I bothering I think I think that's one of the best things about about working on seminar is for me it's not so much you know the scripts I get so much as what happens when I take those scripts and I throw them at the actors and I say, play, I'll see you next month. You know, I don't, I don't really, I'm not the kind of a, uh, director who likes to give too much direction. I don't sit there and go, well, you need to say this line this way, or that's not the way I'm looking at this line, you need to say it this way. I like having actors who give me multiple takes and will sit there and go, I think I could play it this way, but I don't know. You know, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I will say this. I can't tell you how many actors I get who go, I don't know, what do you think? To me. And I'll tell you the same thing I tell them, which is um, play with it. Do whatever you feel is best. Don't ask it for my opinion because we'll find out when it comes out. And that was one of the things that I liked about, um, well, don't come back until I have a penis. Thank you, David. Um, it's just, you know... Ooh, the train of thought gone again. Um, but one of the things I like about about the uh, about the show is that when I cast each of these actors, each of them is able to give me them playing around. Like I have so many flipping bloopers of David giving me was it like the Ballard of Enrique and 
Ooh, wow. That was thunder. I'm going to have to hurry up with this commentary before I lose my power. But um, I absolutely love the way that he gave me bloopers for Enrique. So it was it was great. But that's one of my favorite pieces, I think, is that. Um, ah, we finally hit the ending. Um, I love the fact that the instructor, in a sense, has become formula for me. Uh, I don't wonder about what she's going to say, because I already know. She's a computer. She's predictable. I like that. Um, I am dying to start writing this stuff for the second instructor. I've already got the first two scripts for the proctor and the instructor done, but it's going to be amazing when I get that chance to play with these new, uh, this new actor and this, this new instructor who's going to be so different from this one. And I think I, I do love the fact that the old instructor is so cold and calculating, but not like evil. And then you have the um, you have this new instructor who I'm trying to make more personable, but not quite you know infinite encyclopedia-ish. I didn't want it to be that happy-go-lucky, but um, I do like the fact that seminar is kind of a, a formula show in a sense. But I'm I'm trying to fix that for the future because I want I do want it to take another direction. Um, I'm just about out of time, though, and um, I think I've babbled on long enough, and I'll be amazed if any of you can actually figure out if I had a train of thought, because to be completely honest, I don't even know anymore what my train of thought was. For more information, visit But, um, Thanks for listening. hey, it's done. So um, I think I will just leave you guys on that note. Um, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the commentary. I kind of ran rambled on to the end of oblivion, like usual. But, uh, hope you guys audition when we have another casting call come out, when one should be coming out uh, next month sometime. I'm taking my, I am, uh, we are, we are getting ready for next season. It's going to be a fantastic season. I've gotten some amazing scripts already. And, uh, keep sending those scripts because we do love them and I do love to talk about them. So, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good evening.